coming up on the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I wake up at 4.15 and right when my eyes open, I start doing gratitude. And just three or four things that I'm grateful for can be my cat laying next to me, the dog, could be just the roof over my head, the food that I ate the night before. Quick three or four things, boom, my feet hit the ground. I'm walking into my bathroom. I give a high five in the mirror. Um, I sit down, I do a quick journal entry, and then I throw my gym clothes on. I shoot a video for for Harder Than Life, my inspirational video for the day, and I'm out the door. Oh, I, I, I stop, sit down and do a quick meditation, 10-minute meditation, and I'm out the door to the gym by five. Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I'm Brian Grin, and I'm here to give you actionable tips to get your body back to what it once was 5, 10, even 15 years ago. Each week, I'll give you an in-depth interview with a health expert from around the world to cut through the fluff and get you long-term sustainable results. This week, I interviewed speaker, podcast host, and author of Harder Than Life, Kelly Siegel. Kelly takes personal progress to the next level by continuously improving his physical, emotional, and mental health by working out daily, reading, and practicing mindfulness. We discussed how Kelly overcame a challenging childhood to take charge of his life. We also talked about his morning and evening routine, what Kelly eats and lifts to stay fit at 47, the importance of mindfulness, his book, Harder Than Life, and his one tip to get your body back to what it once was. Really enjoyed my interview with Kelly. I know you will too. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin and I have Kelly Siegel on. Welcome to the show. Brian, it's an honor to be here. Get Lean, lean and uh, that sounds like me. <laughs> eat clean, get lean, get lean, eat clean. <laughs> oh, I do have a propensity. I, I full, full disclosure, because I'm always honest. I love chocolate cake. <laughs> Hey, you got to have some sort of cheat food, right? Well, my daughter is 14 and she's a baker and I wouldn't, she could eat, she could make um, garbage and I'm going to eat it to, to honor her. So, but I do, I love me some sugar. I don't drink at all. Zero alcohol, zero pop, zero that crap. And, and um, yeah, I need my sugar calories somewhere. <laughs> hey, I mean, nothing like something homemade, right? Oh man. Chocolate's my vice. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to have you on. And Harder Than Life is is the brand. I know you run an IT company as well. Um, maybe give the audience just a bit of background of so what got you into that, you know, branding Harder Than Life and um, you know, some of your speaking, you know, keynote. I know you're a keynote speaker and things like that. Um, you know, where where are you coming from and how'd you get into like health and wellness as well? Oh, that's such a good story. I I I'm glad you narrowed it down a little bit because I will tell you um, the reason it's, it's actually not a really a good story. It's a good story, but it's not a happy story. So I w- grew up physically and emotionally abused by my parents. My stepfather was a big dude, 6'2", 260. Mm. And I started working out because I wanted to freaking take them on. And I, and literally I started lifting really, really heavy. And, you know, we're, I'm 47 years old. So we're talking, I was 16 when I started. So 40 or 30 years ago, 31 years ago now, I had a wooden bench and I'd be lifted mm. cement weights. And that's how far I go back. I think that after 30 years of working out, we should be, get a pension. And I should, God should let me keep this body and not have to work out anymore. But that's not <laughs> the way it works. Right. So yeah, I, I it started off negative where I, I did it to protect myself and it just became a mindset. And I'm addicted. I I love 
working out, but it's, it's, it's a good, healthy addiction to, to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a, a one sh- bodybuilding show in college for a charity. Of course I won. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. I did win, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I, that's how it arrogance. I didn't want to be arrogant. Um, and at the end of the day, it's just, it starts my day off correctly. Uh, I work out really early in the morning and um, it, it's a, it's a great, door opener. I met you from this. I get to meet some amazing people because I'm in shape. It's an icebreaker, but it most importantly clears my mind every single day. While I work out, I'm listening to a podcast to expand my mind while I'm expanding my body. And well, I'm 43 and I've been lifting. Maybe I started when I was like 18. Um, So so same sort of um, stretch you've been on. And obviously, you're in great shape. Um, a lot of individuals that are listening to this podcast are probably 40 plus. What would you say was the key, is the key to maybe if you're into not into working out, into getting into it, and then staying consistent with it? Uh, I, you speak to my heart at this point. I, if I walk into a gym and I everywhere I travel a lot for the Harder Than Life podcast and for keynote speaking. So, I, and when I'm traveling, I still work out. Most notably, I was in LA and I ran out to Gold's Gym, and that's iconic. If you're ever in LA and you get a chance to work out there, Arnold Schwarzenegger was working out. I took some pictures with some men that that absolutely got me. But I go up to people who are just, you can tell, are just starting out, and I give them the biggest kudos because they're courageous. It, it is not easy to get started. It's embarrassing. It, it must feel deflated. So what I say is just put one foot in front of the other and get started. And you, nobody has ever left the gym from a workout and felt worse than when they started. (laughs) So do it consistently, be disciplined and you will love yourself for it. I believe if you're, if you work out consistently, you've got 90% of life figured out. Everything else falls in the line from the consistency and the discipline of going to work out. Yeah. I always say it is about being consistent, you know, not necessarily about being perfect. Um, has your workouts changed through the years from when you were, uh, oh. <laughs> cause that mine have, and we talk about it on this podcast quite a bit, but, um, how have you changed and adjusted as you've gotten older? Well, when I turned 40, I, I, I there was parts on my body. I didn't know I had that started hurting. So I made a a major change at 38 where I started, uh, uh, you know, going a lot lighter, doing a lot of stretching, uh, adjusting supplements, because no matter what I was doing, uh, I I, I just it was I was not having the gains I want to have. So fast forward now coming up on almost 10 years later, people ask me, how much do you bench and how much do you lift? And I. And, and the truth is, I don't know because I don't, there's definitely not an ego. Um, I don't, I don't care about how much weight I can lift, but I just want to make sure I do it correctly. So the two things that have changed over the years if I got older is I, I must do cardio every time I do abs three times a week. And I really do watch what I eat. I don't eat garbage. And the only other thing is I don't lift super max anymore because I can't hurt anything because I I have 25 employees that depend on me plus a personal brand. There's no ego. Uh, Other than that, everything else is pretty much full the same. I I stretch 
a lot more than I used to because I'm getting old and that's where the stress stays in. And a weird thing about it, I do work out seven days a week. Um, I don't know that I recommend that, but I, I, I do take days off. I, I probably get 355 days a year in. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. I, I, it's only days that might even be low. I, I might be 360 days. Um, I I only take days off that I just absolutely cannot get into the gym because of my schedule is full. But it's it's hard because if I can get up, the only times I miss it is if I have a 6 a.m. flight somewhere because I you can't get to the airport at 4 a.m. and still get a workout. In. So usually I land and go to the gym, but if I can't. Because I'm landing and going to meetings or or events, those are the days that I get myself up. But you know, I'm walking like crazy. Uh, I don't count walking as my workout. Uh, I do gratitude walks with my dog every day. I put it on social media, but that is part of my personal development. That is part of my daily routine. I got to be out in nature, and I want to want to experience gratitude and and be grateful for being able to get to the gym and being able to walk and just being above ground is a great one. You know. Yeah, and uh, you you talk about routine. What what is your typical routine? Because uh, I'm a big routine guy, morning and evening. What what is uh what is a day like uh for Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> be, be careful what you. Uh, no. It's insanity. I wake up at four fifteen, and right when my eyes open, I start doing gratitude and just three or four things that I'm grateful for. It can be my cat laying next to me, the dog, could be just the roof over my head, the food that I ate the night before. Quick three or four things, boom, my feet hit the ground. I'm walking into my bathroom. I give a high five in the mirror. Um, I sit down, I do a quick journal entry, and then I throw my gym clothes on. I shoot a video for for Harder Than Life, my inspirational video for the day, and I'm out the door. Oh, I, I, I stop, sit down and do a quick meditation, 10-minute meditation, and I'm out the door to the gym by five. Hmm. Hit my workout. I, the, the workouts now, I forgot to add this in. I'm probably an hour 20 now. And I don't know how, why it's taking longer other than I think I just talk a little too much to people in the gym because people <laughs> come up to me. It, I think really truthfully, I think it's because of the heart of life brand because nothing has changed. It's just people come up to me and want to talk to me and, and I'm not, I'll talk to anybody. So it's about an hour 20 with 20 minutes of cardio and probably 40 minutes of working out and 20 minutes of jibber jabber with people. Uh, so, uh, after so that, that I get home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get home. I I uh, cook or I, I shower, get ready for work, cook breakfast for my daughter, take her to school, drop her off, head to my NTM office, and then usually it's littered with some podcasts. I I kill my day, come home, grab my daughter, we have dinner together. Uh, we we talk about what she, what made her laugh, what made her smile, what she's grateful for, and then we read. Go to bed and rinse and repeat the next day. And I end the very last thing I do is three more gratitude things that I was grateful for for the day. Rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. And eating. What's your eating routine? Are you, are you eating after that workout? Is that when you when you first start? Or yeah, I, I I've tried all the little fads, and I don't want to step on anything that you say or do. Everything that I do works for me. My the results work for me. So. I don't do any of those fasting. I can't do it. I have got, I go so intensely all day that I need food. And I will tell you, Brian, I literally don't eat enough. And I can always tell when I eat enough because I got that energy. I I burn 
I'm sweating right here right now just talking to you because I burn so many calories so fast. So I have, and this is not good and I don't recommend this, but I have protein bars and protein drinks at every office and every house and I snack on them nonstop. So when I get back to have breakfast with my daughter, we usually have the same thing every day. Four to six eggs, two to four turkey bacon and every and some fruit every single day for breakfast. For lunch, I try to eat some sort of protein and I take in a carb because I, if I if I eat anything that's less, I'll be starving. I have a snack in between, which is usually a protein bar, protein shake, and, and another snack at two, uh, which is a protein bar, protein shake, and then dinner at six or seven, which is usually my biggest meal of the day, which is a, a big steak, uh, potato, rice, and, and, and that's not enough. I have, when I do you get, track, do you track, have you ever tracked it for like a, uh, a day or a week just to see what you, how much you're taking in? I did when I did my bodybuilding show, but we're going back 30 years, oh, 20 Okay. Maybe, years maybe now. you should try it just for a week. Dude, no, I might be scared. Now you got me scared because <laughs> now I'm probably going to do it because I, I, I'm tired all the time. I drink copious amounts of caffeine and I know why, because I'm not taking in enough calories. When I wasn't tired, yeah. I, I had this. I, we, my assistant would order me these pre-protein meals. I'm not going to say the name of them because we've since divulged our, our relationship. We're, we're looking for another sponsorship right now because obviously we got a big social media following and everybody asks that. So whoever I say, people are going to buy. So I have to be in alignment. We're currently working on a new company, but I highly recommend getting some sort of meal prep company so you do eat healthy. I've seen my schedule over the last couple of weeks be so busy I my eating has been sporadic and and not as great as it can be. Uh, I'm not maniacal about it, but if I do eat something crappy, if I have indulged in some chocolate cake, I will go harder on the cardio the next day. Uh, What cardio are you doing? Ooh, I mix it up. I do the the stairs. I do elliptical. I ride the bike. I do what whatever I do. I do it intensely, like level twelve and above usually 12 to 15 for 20 minutes. And I, I mix it up because I get bored. I yeah. hate cardio, hate it with a passion. Like, But at 38, I started getting fat. And I had to, and it was because I wasn't doing cardio. And so I would tell you, if you're not achieving your goals, uh, and, and mix in some cardio. Got it. Yeah. That's one thing I sort of realized, like, I used to be have like a couple meals a day. I realized I just wasn't eating enough, not getting enough protein. I mean, I can I can see with your. I mean, how much how much do you weigh right now? Two fifteen. Okay. Yeah. And I'm yeah. I'm five foot. I'm five foot nine, five foot okay. eight. You know, so it's I look like a tree trunk. Um, even <laughs> though I think I look normal, that everybody else tells me I look like a tree. So um, no, you, you, know, well, you look. Just, you look great. So, you know, thank you. I appreciate it. I, the, I, now you're got, do you recommend an app or do you have anything to track? Yeah. I mean, you could just use chronometer. That's an easy one. I mean, there's a ton now, but that, that's simple. I mean, I don't need the pay version and yeah. you, you, I would, I, I would definitely recommend it. Even if you just do it for a few days, just to see. And, um, and then do I have like, to download it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'm going to look at it guy now. See, I listen, I'm gonna learn it all. I, yeah. I, I'm making assumptions that I'm not eating enough, but that doesn't sound like enough. I, it's right. It's probably only about two thousand calories. That's not even near mm-hmm. enough for me. Yeah. What, what do you recommend I, I I be at? 
I mean, I'm not the trying way- to gain. I, I don't want any more mass. I, I'm not trying to. Be <laughs> well, bigger. I think I think here's the thing. I'm, I can't give you like a perfect number, but I think it's one of those things that what you'll find is initially you might put on a little weight, but then you'll come back to baseline. And so you're going to be running the same, eating more and not putting on weight, which is sort of where you want to be. Right. Um, and so I think that you could definitely probably up that a thousand and be fine. And you, might put on a, you know, you know, you might put on a little bit of weight initially, but it'll, you'll get right back to your baseline and you'll be, you'll be fine. What's your take on these protein bars and shakes? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I, I used to be, I think for convenience, like you said, and, and, and just getting in, you know, the calories and the protein for the day, it's not a bad alternative, but uh, if you can eat whole foods, I always recommend those, but like, you know, you're busy on the run. I don't mind them. It, you know, it depends on the, on the bar. You know, I don't know what bars you're using. I mean, there's so many out there. I'm not a huge fan of some of them that have like a ton of sugar alcohols and those just, you know, for a lot of people make them bloating, you know, bloating and things like that. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not opposed to them for someone like yourself. If you're, especially if you're trying to get in a certain amount of protein and calories per day. I just met a new company that I love the owner. I want I, I not many people know about it. So I want to make, I'm going to give them a shout out. It's a company called Fro Pro. Oh, and they're I just know little, them. I know them. They're little protein snacks. They're 10 grams of protein. They're so good. I can eat like four of them in one setting, but I went down there and I met the owner and their operation is amazing. And I did a uh, ice barrel uh, challenge with them and it was, it, they just were so accommodating and so nice. And uh, I'm going to do more for them. Not, I'm not paid. I'm not going to be paid. I just love the owner. He's just an alignment. Really good guy. His name's Matt Williams. He has this yeah. wake up this uh, wake up the sun podcast. They're just he's just a good dude, and it's a good clean company and a good clean protein. So I just want to give him a shout out. I I adore him. Yeah, you know what? I know them. I actually know his wife. They're fr- they're in Florida, right? Yes. Yeah. They're, yeah, yeah. They're right. They're, they're in uh, Delray. Yeah. I, I, know, I, I know who they are. Yes. Yes. I know. Who yeah. They are. I got to I know spend them. the whole day with him. That's cool. Yeah. I'm looking at their bars now. Um, that's great. They're yeah. available on Amazon. I'm going to have a link here shortly that, that, uh, that I want to send to people because I'm going to, it's just, they're good. They're yummy. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like, you know, I think a lot of these bars where there's not too many ingredients, I think that's a good sort of rule of thumb. But it looks like there's it's fairly clean bars, so that's yeah, that'll work. Um, okay, so we got the morning routine, and then evening. Our I know you do some meditation in the morning. This is something that I've actually implemented. I just do like ten minutes a day. Uh, like is it is that something that you do about ten minutes a day? Yeah, I I use right now, and I I'll throw this out there, even though it's they're not paying us. What is it's I use the daily calm. I need a guided meditation. Uh. I'm trying to up that. I, I need to get more. I, I thought it was some, maybe it was the Dalai Lama or the Buddha, some Buddhist monk. Somebody called me the uh, the ripped Buddha the other day. I couldn't stop laughing. So, oh, there's a new uh, brand, <laughs> right? Ripped yeah. Buddha. Yeah. I I want to get more because I find. Anyways, the Dalai Lama said, "Someone who's busy should meditate ten minutes. Someone who's extremely busy should meditate for thirty minutes." <laughs> <laughs> so, and I get it. I know the more that I meditate, the more functioning I am. I need, it's like rest time from your muscles uh, or time between sets to recharge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's that recovery. Right? I, so I'm trying to add a second meditation. 
and and I'm getting there. I'm trying out a new product too. That's is a meditation app that somebody reached out to me, and I'm going to see how that works. If that works, that'll I'll start publicizing that. But yeah. uh, I use Headspace. I mean that uh, Headspace. They do. They have a nice a daily meditation that's like ten minutes long, and yep. you know the voice is soothing. I forgot his name. He's the guy that started it. Um, I can't think of his name, but I think he was a Buddhist monk at one point, or and so. That it's works. not Vincent, is it? Can't think of his name right now. I can't remember who has the, the guy that started Headspace. Um, well, let's get into your book, um, Harder Than Life. When did you write this, and what what uh, sort of uh, inspired you to get this book going? Well, first of all, it's available on uh, on Amazon. Uh, the audio audible version is me reading it. So if you're not a reader. Uh, you can download the Audible and listen to my story. It is quite remarkable. There's a couple of pieces in there where I can't believe I put it out in public. You know, um, you know, specifically a point where my stepfather, you know, darn near almost killed me from drowning me in a in a tub, uh, which you know made me want to get stronger. So, uh, what made me write it was you write the book. They say you write the book that your your younger your child your inner child needed your younger kid needed. So, but really, all I did is just I had to get this negativity out of my head, and it was very cathartic. I mean, I would write it and then I would cry, and then I would then the the my publisher would would send me the proofread to tell me, and I would cry, and no, and 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 then literally when it was overwhelming, guess what I did? Went to the gym because that's what I do when you know I don't eat. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. So when I get stressed, I go to the gym. And I remember dropping everything multiple times going, I got to go to the gym. And I couldn't finish some of the chapters. So it was mm. cathartic. And then now I can read it and be like, oh, I'm healed. So I use it as a healing process. I wrote it literally during the pandemic while everybody was drinking, day drinking and commiserating and wondering where it was ended. I, I built a home gym. And before my home gym arrived, I ran around the neighborhood and did push-ups and sit-ups. And then my home gym arrived and I got in the best shape physically. I wrote the book and then I got when I started meditating and listening to podcasts and I got the best shape mentally. So when the pandemic came to an end, I was a new version of myself. <laughs> yeah, I feel like with the pandemic, I think people either rose above it and like improved or some people sort of went the other way. Yeah, there was no in between. Um, there was wasn't there. really. <laughs> I got married during the pandemic, so you know. Well, that's interesting. And you're in Chicago, so where the hell did you manage to pull that off at? Um. Oh well. What do you mean? Like, well, we got married. Like, where all... did there was nothing open? You guys oh, were just as bad as we were. Well, we, I had a thir- thirty-person wedding, uh, so just family, pretty much, and a few friends. It was August of 2020, and we did it outside. You know, it was beautiful, beautiful. You know summer day and um yeah i'll tell you the small wedding was nice i gotta tell you we did my daughter's bat mitzvah in the summer of 2022 and people were still they're like oh my god and we did it outside they're like oh my god what are you gonna do about the about covid i go nothing right you know and turned out we were you know we were right it wasn't as big as what they made it out to be and you know i'm not trying to be uh negligent of people that have suffered i'm sure that we all we all know people that have passed from it but 
uh, you know, that wasn't the greatest advice. Sit still and put a mask on. Yeah. What about, um, for eating is, is, is cooking, you, you cook with your daughter in the morning and the evening. I think that's such a great, my last podcast guest talked that we talked a little bit about cooking with your kids. Um, what type of things do you guys make? And, and is that something you did do with your daughter pretty much twice a day? Yeah, we cook. Uh, I talked talk to her my secret to my eggs. And my secret to my eggs, <laughs> forgive me for saying this, but it's in the book. Uh, I got arrested for selling drugs in college. So I had to go do a little stint in jail. And when I was in jail, I was working in this restaurant to get out of jail for it was a work release. So to get out of jail, I, I and I ended up, I learned from this from this cook. He ta- taught me to be a short order cook. So I just did every job in this restaurant because I was want, I was wanting to know what people did. So he mm. taught me the secret recipe of how to cook these eggs, put a little oh. bit of a creamer in it, a little bit of seasoning salt, and uh, you got to take them and beat them. And they just, they come out so fluffy and so good. And my daughter, I, te- I taught her. And then my grandfather has this little secret where he put cottage, or not cottage cheese, um, cream cheese. And it was cream cheese omelet. So, ah. uh, you know, again, some of the stuff is, is not so healthy, but in moderation. Hey, uh, so we have, you know, the, the, that's that's what we cook in the morning. I do the breakfast because she's usually she's a teenager. So she looks like this, right? You know, she's she's half dead. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's, it's too early for her. Yeah. Um, so I do the breakfast and then the dinners, we we break it up. And every once in a while, she'll just cook dinner like certain days. You know, you know, every day isn't the greatest, but I make the best out of every day. Sometimes I do these crazy uh, work on myself where I, I do EMDR therapy. I do um, uh, hypnotherapy. And certain days, I, I deplete myself so much. I have nothing left in the tank. And I go, honey, will you cook dinner? And she's like, absolutely, dad, no problem. So, for but we do a lot of grilling. We We both like the grill. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like zero fried food. Uh, the rest would be baked, but mostly we grill uh, 75 to 95% of the time. And you know, when we're not here, we're in Florida. So of course you're going to grill in Florida because it's beautiful. Um, so we'll grill uh, tonight is a, is just a simple dinner, chicken and rice. So it's uh, the, the chicken is already marinating and waiting and uh, we fire up the grill and a lot of times my big vice, I smoke a cigar. So I'll be sitting outside smoking a cigar while I'm grilling and she'll be preparing, you know, she'll set the table and prepare the rice and some sort of vegetable. And then we talk, we sit at a sit down and have a dinner, not in front of the TV. And we talk and then we go and either go for a walk. We take the dogs for a walk or, or um, we sit and read just simple, man. We're simple people. Yeah. And Evening routines after you read, like what time do you go? Do you typically go to sleep? And is something is that something you prioritize? I know you get up early, so that's. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually in bed. Uh, she goes to bed at eight thirty to nine o'clock, and then I'm not far behind her. Yeah. Um, the latest I can stay up is usually ten, and if not, then you know you start doing the math backwards. So if I wake up at four fifteen, I go to sleep at ten. That's only six hours, and. Uh, Unfortunately, for some reason, six hours seems to be my max. Now, last night I slept nine hours, which was an abnormality. Wow. And I ha- you happen I happen to be on your podcast the day that I actually took a day off the gym, and this was an actual take day off that never happens. I can't even tell you the last time I just 
said, I'm not going to the gym today. And it was it was a conscious effort because I knew that I slept in and if I would have went on to the gym, I would have pushed extra hard and I wouldn't have been my best self. Like I said, this is my third podcast today. I would have been a little irritable and I just wouldn't have been my best. I wanted to be relaxed and be my true authentic self and not be rushed, 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 rushed. So I have a day off today. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I I think working out seven days a week is not for most people. I mean, uh, I always talk about, especially as you get older, the recovery days are just as important as the days that you're actually putting the work in. Um, I'm assuming, are you lifting those seven days? Are you doing, when you say workout, you're doing, um, like, what are your splits like? So, yeah, I lift all seven days. So I do one body part except for buys and tries a day. So um, old, old school. Oh, yeah. I, I tried to flip it up. I've done some real fun things where I've done push pulls. You name it, I've tried. And what always, always gives me my best feeling and my best gains and my best thinness is the the old school one body part. Um, I, I I do the push pulls once in a while to shake it up. I but I never do the same workout twice. It's what do I feel like doing? I, I'm also a big firm believer that if somebody's in my way, I just go to the next exercise. And right. you know, in today's world, we have got to teach these kids etiquette with their cell phones sitting on a machine or a bench with your cell phone you should be able to be slapped if you do that (laughs) literally and i that's the only time i'm not my personal positive self i go excuse me do you want me to send you a text message to get you to move please get up you know and and it's it's frustrating because you know, I'm not trying to be, their time isn't any more important than mine and my time isn't any more important than theirs, but still, man, don't sit. You know, remember the old school, we work in together. Let's work in, you know, you can work in, just don't sit on your phone and we're going to go fast. So, um, so your splits, you're doing a a body part a day. Yeah. Mondays, Mondays, I usually do legs. Tuesdays are uh, chest Wednesdays back uh, Thursdays buys and tries Fridays, shoulders, and then it repeats. And I, so I get uh, two extra body parts uh, a week. So, and, and, and I, I feel like I have small legs and I just can't build them. So I try to hit those legs as much as I can, but I also don't go too hard and heavy because I, I I've tweaked my back 7 million times and I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder here anytime mm-hmm. soon. So, if I'm going to do anything that's going to screw anything up, and you see me walking like a duck because I was uh, squatting too heavy, that's just not conducive to my lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Lower body's always been—I've always been better with lower body. Upper body, not as not as much. You're you're a lot more built in your upper body than me. But you also, yeah. Um, I'm I have more of a I'm more of a golfer. So, but oh. I. Yeah, I just play golf on Friday and and you can't have you can't be a boater, a golfer and a weightlifter. You just you got to pick two. (laughs) And uh, my swing was bad before and uh, it was horrible on Friday. And I usually am pretty good. I have it all set up where I take this backswing real. It's very small. And I use all my weight to and, and and to to generate all the force. But man, my swing plane was off badly because i've been lifting intensely and i have just not been playing golf i like to get out once a week but it's it's when launching this harder than life brand has got me all over i was in 
I was in LA last week. I was in Nashville two weeks before that. I was in Boca the week before that. And next this weekend, I'm going to be in Phoenix and then back to Florida. It, it's just hard. The only thing that doesn't get prioritized is golf. Right. Golf is time consuming. And I'm lucky I, I started. Theory. You'll yeah. love this. Yeah. I think they should change the 18 holes to six holes. Oh, yeah. I, we, I, there's been people that have talked about it. six holes. Well, six holes would be good, but e- even like 12 holes. Yeah, I would play 12 all day long. It's yeah. it's uh, 12 is perfect because right around hole 14, my just, back starts tightening up. Yeah, you've had you're just about, you know, I think if you play, you got 12 holes, you play that and whatever, two and a half, three hours. I think that's about right. I would play six holes every morning. I bet you if, if I could play six, yeah. I could do that in an easy hour, probably less 45 minutes, but just go and I would be better. But, you know, it is. I think. It. And, and honestly, I think if they want it, this is off topic a little bit, but if they want to grow the game a little bit, I think having these par three courses and shorter courses will attract the youngers, the younger players, because everyone, you know, a lot of, you know, whatever, 20 year olds and, teenagers they want to just do stuff now and they don't want to be waiting around and four and a half hour rounds and so yeah that would help grow the game i think but that's i'm interested too let me ask you a question what do you think about all these other things these crossfits these uh uh you know these what are those well the stretch shops and the and these specialty workouts there's a place in michigan called peach lab which is you know these all these specialty culty groups of getting together well, about those? well i mean you know crossfit is something that grew like crazy and i think part of the reason why people love crossfit is the community right like the people bring you know i was part of a studio here up north of chicago and our workouts were good we did group training it wasn't crossfit or anything but like people come back because the community the people it's yeah. you know the workouts are almost secondary to some degree so i think that's what make, makes crossfit so popular is that um do I prescribe to doing some of the stuff that's done? I mean, I've had plenty of friends who've gotten injured. That's not to say that that you know if you're if you're just sitting on your couch, I would say then go. If that's the only thing that's going to get you up and going, then go ahead and do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I you know there, there's a lot of specialty shops out there nowadays. I think for some people it's good just to mix it up, like you said. Um, but I'm a little bit old school, like yourself. Resistance training, keep it simple. But whatever, whatever, keep whatever workout that is consistent is probably the one that you should do. I love going to new gyms, by the way. And and if you th- those out there, I don't know if you guys have in Chicago, but it, it uh, we have Blue Cross Blue Shield here in Michigan, and through Blue Cross Blue Shield, we get this health, um, this fitness app, which you can pay into it. It's a, and and you can go to like almost any gym you want. And it's a discount. It's pretty cheap. I, I, so I don't know how they do it, but well, there's, I got some, it. there's something called Class Pass, um, and that is a sort of a cool thing where you have access to like all different types of gyms, and you can you you can. I mean, it's not through your like insurance or anything like that. But um, I know my wife who was with Lululemon, they used to have Class Pass where they could go to different places and work That's out. So brilliant, man! Yeah. Brilliant. Like I, I. I I just, I love going to different places all the time. What would you say? Um, what would you say your top tips um, for individuals who are, you know, in their forties and fifties 
to, you know, stay consistent, build muscle? What would you say some of the, you know, the, the typical question I, I, I asked my uh, guests are, you know, what one tip would you give an individual that's looking to get their body back to maybe what it once was when they were in their 20s? Uh, what, what, what tip would you give that individual? <laughs> this is going to be controversial. <laughs> okay. I, I would say get your doctor involved. Meaning, go get your blood test done. I do it religiously. And see what they say uh, is healthy and integrate that into your plan. I'm not saying to get on anything. I'm just saying, go make sure you get your health checked. Because how many times are you hearing somebody has a heart attack or or they have a myocard, they have a heart episode that they didn't know that they had and they dropped dead. So go get everything tested. And then see what they'd recommend. Uh, you know, some people are, are TRT people, testosterone replacement therapy. Some people just get some B12. But I would say go get your go get your barometers tested from from your doctor. Get your blood drawn and see where you're at. And then go. So it's kind of backwards. You got to go get where your baseline is and go get better. And then I go every six months just to make sure everything is in alignment. So, and then if you're looking for a specific health tip, I would say, be, you know, it's very simple. Be, watch what goes in your mouth um, and work out like with, with proper intention. I, I saw, saw something on social media that day where somebody says, what, find a purpose and use that. So it's, it's, what's your why? It isn't to get more women. It is, it's, to, it's how about, to be around longer for your family. And then if you think about that, you it's a lot easier to go. But when you're there, do it with purpose and intention. I see so many people walking into the gym like, why'd you even bother coming today? You didn't do anything. You didn't even sweat. So get there and sweat and give it an honest effort. You know, kudos for getting there. And I, I'm going to commend the heck on them because that's really half the battle. But once you get there, you, you've already spent the energy to get there. Do something. And I'll tell you another thing. If you don't know what to do, ask. Everybody will help you. Every, that's You're around a bunch of like-minded people. Don't be afraid. Everybody, People come up to me nonstop. Hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And what can I do for this exercise? Sure, I'll help you. Can and You remember the age-old days of people spotting you? Anybody yeah. ever tell you no? We're all there together. You said it. You're there for you're looking for your community. Or I call it my tribe. That's my tribe. I, my 5 a.m. crew. I know them all. They're all business owners. They're all great guys. Yeah. So, no, nothing controversial about the, that advice. I mean, I think I just, it was the advice. It was just, you know, a lot doctor, of people, yeah. the doctor going. I well, would tell you, as we get older, I just like I told you, I just interviewed the midlife male and he's on testosterone replacement. And, uh, hey, man, you still got to do the work. So uh, I don't have any problems with anybody doing anything that doesn't hurt their body. I'm not, don't, don't go all Arnold Schwarzenegger and taking horse tranquilizers. And, but I mean, testosterone, some of these pills uh, that, that increase testosterone, just, you know, use everything to your advantage and everything in moderation, uh, including moderation is good. The, the the cheat code for me when I really got in shape was when I quit drinking. The the calories are re, 
ridiculous that you're an alcohol. I didn't realize it. And the sugar, oh, the, the sugar alone should be avoided. So, well, no, I mean, I, I think it, great advice is have knowing the baseline, like where you're at. And like you said, blood work. Um, I think even, even if you want to do like some type of DEXA scan, you know, maybe something like that. You know, just I just see- had my heart scan, man, a heart calcium scan. I got to go. Actually, oh, okay. you just reminded me, I got to go to the doctor. They just called me and said, we got your results back. And I said, you don't sound good. She said, oh, no, 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 no. I was just busy. I was yeah. like, dang, yeah. don't scare she's me had like a rough, that. She's had a rough day. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, getting a baseline on all that's important for sure. Hormonal panel, things like that, thyroid. Um, when you're getting that blood test, you're, they're going to tell you what your testosterone is. And if it's 300 or lower, you're going to want to do something. Yeah. I mean, I, I keep my testosterone around 500 and, and, and that suits me well. Yeah. I know these bodybuilders, when they're doing it, they're like 2000 to give you a, a, a you know, really? just well. doing it for your, like when Arnold and those guys are there, oh, well, they must, they're, yeah, yeah, that's absurd. Yeah, no, that's not normal. <laughs> um, well, this was great. Um, where's the best place for people to find you? Harderthanlife.com? Yeah, they can find all things. You know, I, I would YouTube where all, all the videos and all uh, the podcast, everything's on YouTube, YouTube uh, backslash harder than life. You can always search Kelly Siegel and it'll pop up in 85 different places. <clears throat> um, shoot over to Instagram. I, I live on Instagram a lot. Uh, again, I, I have a, an app coming out, which is going to be, you know, all things fitness, all things nutrition, all things personal development, uh, because I get asked this over and over and over again. And, you know, in between people screaming and yelling at me for doing steroids or saying I do steroids, uh, I wish I did half of the things that they said that they, I did because I would be twice as big. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, I let people... I, I always tease, tease people is unless you're doing better at it than me, then I don't really want to hear you. You know, it'd be like me taking advice from somebody that doesn't work out. Like, Come on, man. So I draw on all that stuff out and we're going to have an app that'll be released and you can get all things me. And you know, I'm not trying to push everything I do on anybody. It's take the things from me that work for you, that you enjoy. I, not every exercise I do is, is great. You know, I have, my elbow acts up all the time. I got to go get cortisone shots in it once a year and it's flaring up right now. So there's certain exercises that I tend to stay away from. But, um, uh, you know, I'm addicted. I love it. It's the best thing in the world. I'm in the personal development space. I walk into a room, people notice right away the physique. So they come over to me to ask questions. So it's it's a great icebreaker. Not to mention, I plan on being around here Till 100, 120, maybe. Yeah. Awesome, Kelly. Well, nothing wrong with being addicted to working out. So, <laughs> is anything I can do to support you, the Heart and Life brand, me, myself, Kelly Siegel? Please, you have my cell phone. Reach out. Any of your people want to reach out to me, my email is all over social media. Uh, reach out and and uh, anything I can do to help, I, I will. Even if it's this is a big one, is to help them get in alignment with the naughty water because. You know, a lot of times people will be working out like crazy, but they're they're having you know three, four, five beers a day, and you don't realize how much how much calories and sugar. I was broke this down for a girlfriend of mine. She's like, she works out like crazy, and she's like, I'm not getting skinner. I go, well, you how many calories you build work out at a time? She's like six hundred. I said, and you're killing a bottle of wine a night. 
go look up how many calories there are. She goes, oh my God, it's 600. I go, so you're basically breaking even. (laughs) (laughs) That's not going to advance you. Right. No, I I agree. Um, Well, Kelly, thank you. Harder than life. Uh, Appreciate you coming on and sharing the knowledge. Hey, love it. It's nice to meet you. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.